checked to ensure that the gift she'd so carefully wrapped for Mrs. Morgan was still inside, and then hurried to the door. She listened briefly, and hearing nothing, opened it to peer up at the hall. Finding it empty, she immediately slid out of her room to scurry to the stairs. Lisa held her breath until she got to the landing. She paused and exhaled slowly, ears straining but when a steady silence was all that came from below, she took another deep breath and crept quickly down the steps. She was halfway to the parlour when the kitchen door at the end of the hall began to open. Panic rising in her, Lisa quickly ducked into the office to avoid discovery, praying no one saw her as she eased the door closed. She listened at the door, in hopes of hearing when it would be safe to continue on her way, but frowned when silence met her ear. Either whoever had opened the kitchen door had changed their mind and not come out after all, or someone was even now traversing the hall, but the door she stood behind muffled the sound. The problem was, Lisa didn't know which would be the case. Sighing, she shifted on her feet, impatient to be on her way, and then dropped to her knees and pressed her eye to the keyhole. Sadly, she couldn't see much of the hall through the little opening, certainly not enough to assure her it was empty, but she knelt there long enough that she was sure anyone coming from the kitchens would have passed by now. Getting back to her feet, she took a breath, crossed her fingers for good luck, and eased the door open. A little sigh of relief slipped from her lips when she found the hall empty. Lisa listened for a moment just to be sure no one was on the stairs and then scampered quickly up the hall to the parlour door and slid inside. The relief she felt as she closed the parlour door was rather extreme considering she was only halfway out of the house. She still had a long way to go to make a clean getaway. Pushing that thought aside, Lisa hurried across the room and knelt to retrieve her cloak and police from under the settee where she had hidden it early that morning before the house was awake. She quickly donned the heavy cape, pulled the hood over her head, and hooked her pelisse over her wrist. Then, clutching the gift to her chest, Lisa hurried to the French doors and peered out. The parlour overlooked the side of the house. As far as she could see, there was no one about. She didn't hesitate, but eased herself through the French doors and moved quickly toward the front, silently praying that no carriages would arrive with unexpected guests or her brother-in-law Richard returning from his tailors. She was also hoping that there would be no reason for any of the servants to suddenly look out the front door or one of the front windows and spy her escape. Lisa didn't look around to be sure she wasn't seen, half suspicious that by doing so she would draw someone to a window, so hurried forward with her head firmly straight ahead. When she reached the front gate and slipped out without anyone coming out of the house or arriving to stop her, Lisa thought she was home free. However, when she turned from pulling the front gate closed and started to bustle up the walk, she came to an abrupt halt as her maid, Bet, suddenly stepped out of the bushes to confront her. I knew you were up to something when I saw you sneaking about the house this morning, Bet said with satisfaction, 
Her freckled face and stance were triumphant, her legs slightly parted, arms crossed over her chest, and one eyebrow arched. Now, what are you about, my lady? Oh, Bet, you gave me quite a fright, Lisa said, placing a hand to her chest. Whatever are you doing creeping about out here? Never mind that. What are you doing creeping about out here? Bet asked pointedly. Lisa grimaced at the question, and then straightened her shoulders and lifted her head to say sternly, or as sternly as she could ever be with Bet, who was as much a friend as a maid. It really isn't your place to ask things like that, Bet. I am your mistress. Some of her bravado wilted under Bet's narrowing eyes, but Lisa forced herself to continue firmly. Now, I suggest you return to the house and see to preparing my gown for tonight.